Hey, it's Lucy Shrimpton, founder of The Sleep Nanny, and welcome to The Sleep Nanny Show podcast. I aim to serve you with the ideas, strategies, and inspiration to help you and your family sleep soundly so you can live healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. Being a parent is something for you to treasure, and getting the whole family sleeping well is a vital key in being able to do this without exhaustion, poor health, and the whole experience being a blur to look back on. So tool up, take the lead, and I hope this episode helps you. Hey there friends and fellow parents, welcome back to my channel. It's the number one place to be for all things baby and child sleep. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the topic of crying and sleep training. And make sure you stick around to the end because I'll be revealing the biggest myth on this topic of crying and sleep training. So let's delve in and talk about this, crying. Babies cry, humans cry, (laughs) we all cry at times, and that's okay, we're allowed to cry. But what does it mean and how does it relate to sleep training? We hear from lots of parents who really want to help their baby or young child to sleep better, but their number one fear is, oh, but I can't handle any crying. I get it. Oh my goodness, I'm the world's worst. If one of my children cried when they were babies, I remember in the car, if they were crying, I would feel so stressed. My stress levels would go up here. I'd be like, I've got to make it stop. I've got to make it stop. And actually that's, that's how we're wired, especially as mothers. Mother nature wired us this way to respond to the needs of our young. And so it's, it's quite natural for us to feel a little bit flustered and like we've got to fix it when our babies cry. However, If we know what it actually means and if we know what the crying is actually about, it's far less stressful and you can be more calm. After all, crying is a form of communication. It's a form of communicating a need of some sort and to get a response. That's why babies cry, otherwise they just wouldn't do it. Like in the sad story of the orphanage analogy where um, you know, the, the babies cry and nobody comes, so eventually they learn not to cry anymore because there's no one coming. I mean, that's a really sad concept. And um, that's, actually, that's the definition of cry it out. No one comes, eventually you learn not to cry anymore. Now, that is not what sleep training is because sleep training or coaching is actually a form of parenting. It's a parenting approach to helping a child sleep better. That's all it is. Now, when you teach your child anything, you don't just expect them to do it or ignore them until they figure it out. You don't ignore them until they figure out how to use the potty. You don't ignore them until they figure out how to read or ride a bike. You you help them and you show them the way because that's what parenting is. It's guidance, it's support, it's demonstrating, it's supporting them as they learn something. It's no different to sleep. So quiet out is, is ignorance, <laughs> it's ignoring, it's non-responsive. Everything that we teach and that any sleep coach or consultant that I would ever support will teach you a responsive approach. Now, I don't care how it gets dressed up. Some people will dress it up um, as sleep training and others will say that sleep training is bad, but you need to do this holistic thing. It's all the same. It's the same thing if you are consciously and actively choosing how to help your little one go to sleep. So it's all the same, call it what you like. But if it's responsive, as in, if you're not ignoring your little one, but you've found the right way to respond to them, for them, the unique individual, because it's different for every baby and child. What works for one won't work for another. But if you've found the way to respond to your little one in a way that's conducive to helping them to sleep better, 
to take longer stretches and to develop at the rate that's just right for them at their age and their developmental stage as well, then you are effectively coaching them or training them, you're helping them with their sleep. But you're responding, so you're not ignoring them. And if they cry, that's fine. What do they mean? What do they need? How do we address that in the right way? So when people say, but will my baby cry? Will my baby cry because I just can't handle any crying? Does your baby cry now? I hope so, because that's completely normal. It's natural. I hope they are communicating with you and crying. That's really good. So if you want an approach to help your child sleep with no crying, one, you're asking for the impossible and one that is just not natural human baby behavior. <laughs> so yes, your baby's going to cry, but the sleep training shouldn't cause your baby to cry. And it absolutely should not create any kind of fear or distress in your baby. And that's the key. So as long as you know that, hey, maybe your toddler is just having a tantrum, or hey, maybe your baby's just going, oh my God, I'm so tired, please help me go to sleep. That's okay, but they're not afraid and they're not distressed. And how do you know they're not afraid or distressed? Because you're responding. And so long as a parent is responding, there is no need or reason why a baby should or child should get into a place of fear or distress. Okay, so as parents, understanding the meaning of the cry can be so, so helpful. Recognizing that we all do cry and that's okay can calm us down. So what's the difference between cry it out and no cry? Okay. Neither of them are real. <laughs> Neither of them are gonna help you. Okay, cry it out, ignoring your baby and not coming back till morning. Let's not do that. And no cry doesn't exist. So let's just scrap those two terms and look at sleep training, sleep coaching, sleep parenting, whatever you wanna call it, for what it really is. Is it harmful when your baby cries? No. Your baby cries when they fall down and hurt themselves. Your baby cries because that other baby just took the toy they were playing with. Is that harmful? Is that causing harm on their brain? No, it's actually causing an amazing development. They're learning, they're connecting neural pathways and learning how, oh, okay, this happens and I feel this way. They're processing emotions. That is not harmful. It's not harmful when your baby cries because they have a dirty nappy and they just want you to change it because they're just communicating to you. So if you think it's harmful when your baby cries, when it comes to working on their sleep, then surely it would mean it's harmful when they cry because they're lying there in a dirty nappy. It's not harmful. The only reason it can become, or that it even gets talked about as harmful, is when we're talking about ignorance, when we're talking about ignoring and not responding. If a child is not responded to for prolonged periods of time, repeatedly over and over again, regularly, that's the only time in which there has been shown to be harm on the brain development. That's extreme. That's not what most people do. So anything you hear about, about this being harmful, it's talking about those extreme cases, not one that the likes of your eye probably even have even seen or come close to. So no, it is not harmful when your baby cries. Now, I also just wanna say one last thing on this and give you a little analogy that might really help you in the moment if you feel frustrated when your little one's crying. Imagine, and this affects new parents more, because imagine like when you're a new parent and you've just got that one precious baby to look after, you jump every time they squeak, every little murmur, you're on it because you just wanna make sure they're okay. And that's beautiful and I love that. Just imagine for a second, you got two of them or three of them 
not necessarily the same age because then they might be the same routine. What if you have a, a toddler and a baby at the same time? I've been there. What if you are up to your elbows in a nappy with one of them and the other one is crying in the cot because they need you? I've been there too. You can't possibly be in two places at once. Does that mean that the one that's crying in the cot because they want something is going to be subject to harmful damage to the brain because you didn't go that second because you were up to your elbows sorting out a dirty nappy with the other one? Of course not, because we're talking minutes. You'll sort this out, they'll be okay. Once you've dealt with that child and they're safe and they're sorted, then you can go, hey, it's okay, and respond to your, your other child, the one that was crying and waiting for you. When you have more than one, you start to realize how, oh, okay, yeah, it's okay. So I wanna say that as words of reassurance, especially for new parents or parents who have just got their, you know, they're working with their first baby and they're looking at, oh my goodness, this is too hard because they cry and just remember, it's okay, a few minutes is not harmful, it doesn't hurt. They do learn to wait, they learn to be resilient. And actually, you're doing them an amazing, amazing favor because they will be developing self-regulation, which means they will be having to practice a little bit of almost like self-soothing, like comforting, like calming. Okay, hold on, let me see, check my environment, I'm okay, yeah, I'm safe. Oh, oh, and look, mummy does come back. And then when that happens again, oh, okay, it, I, I, that was a bit weird, but now mummy's come back again. And they start to learn and trust that, oh, okay, you do always return. And as long as they start to learn that, then they'll be fine. And they will learn to be okay on their own for little patches of time, which is actually extremely, extremely healthy. So I hope this has reassured you around the topic of crying and sleep training. In my next video, I am gonna be talking all about mum guilt. Sorry dads, you might feel it too, but this one is for the mums. Um, so make sure you hit the notification bell, subscribe to my channel so that you find out when that video goes live and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode and it serves you well. Please share it with a friend who will really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe for free to Sleep Nanny Insiders, where you'll get the latest episodes, info and free tools to help you even more. Head over to thesleepnanny.com now or check out the show notes for a link to subscribe and I'll catch you again very soon.